Hello, this is Jerry Hendricks and Adrian Hendricks from Save One More Now Incorporated, where our focus is to lovingly confront all activities that dishonor human life created in the image of God. There's no greater dishonor to God and to human life than to reject his salvation only available through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us. Today's message title is Don't Bow, Trust God. We begin at Daniel chapter 3. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent together together the local governors, the deputies and the governors, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the local governors, the deputies, the governors, the judges, the treasurers, and counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together to the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, and they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, peoples, nations, and languages, that whenever you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Whoever doesn't fall down and worship shall be cast into the middle of a burning fiery furnace the same hour. Therefore, at that time, when all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, all the peoples, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and brought accusation against the Jews. They answered Nebuchadnezzar the king, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man that hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever doesn't fall down and worship shall be cast into the middle of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, these men, O king, have not respected you. They don't serve your gods and don't worship the golden image which you have set up. Listen to the meaning of their Hebrew names and compare with what their names were changed to. Hananiah means God has favored. It was changed to Shadrach, which means royal or the great scribe. Mishael means who is what God is, had his name changed to Meshach, which means guest of a king. Azariah means Jehovah has helped. His name was changed to Abednego, which means servant of Nebo. The change of names was a mark of dominion and authority. It was customary for masters to impose new names upon their slaves, and often rulers, upon their ascending the throne, assumed a different name. Continuing at verse 13, Then Nebuchadnezzar in rage and fury commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. Then these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered them, 
Is it on purpose, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't serve my God nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready, whenever you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music to fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you don't worship, you shall be cast the same hour into the middle of a burning, fiery furnace. Who is that God that will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If it happens, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the form of his appearance was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. He commanded certain mighty men who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their pants, their tunics, and their mantles, and their other clothes, and were cast in the middle of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flames of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the middle of the burning, fiery furnace. They walked in the midst of the fire, praising God and blessing the Lord. The following is included in verse 23 of the Apocryphal section of the World English Bible. Then Azarias, now known as Abednego, stood and prayed on this manner, and opening his mouth in the midst of the fire, said, Blessed are you, O Lord, you God of our fathers, and worthy to be praised, and your name is glorified forevermore. For you are righteous in all the things that you have done. Yes, true are all your works, and your ways are right in all your judgments truth in all the things that you have brought upon us and upon the holy city of our fathers even jerusalem you have executed true judgments for according to truth and justice have you brought all these things upon us because of our sins for we have sinned and committed iniquity in departing from you in all things have we trespassed and not obeyed your commandments nor kept them neither done as you have commanded us that it might go well with us Wherefore, all that you have brought upon us, and everything that you have done to us, you have done in true judgment. And you did deliver us into the hands of lawless enemies, and most hateful forsakers of God, and to an unjust king, and the most wicked in all the world. And now we can't open our mouth. Shame and reproach have befallen your servants and those who worship you. Deliver us not up utterly for your name's sake, neither disannul you your covenant, and cause not your mercy to depart from us for the sake of Abraham that is beloved of you, and for the sake of Isaac your servant, and Israel your holy one, to whom you did promise that you would multiply their seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is upon the seashore. For we, O Lord, are become less than any nation and be kept under this day and all the world because of our sins. Neither is there at this time 
prince or prophet or leader or burned offering or sacrifice or oblation or incense or place to offer before you and to find mercy. Nevertheless, in a contrite heart and a humble spirit, let us be accepted, like as in the burnt offerings of rams and bullocks, and like as in ten thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your sight this day, and grant that we may wholly go after you, for they shall not be ashamed that put their trust in you. And now we follow you with all our heart, we fear you, and seek your face. Put us not to shame, but deal with us after your kindness, and according to the multitude of your mercy. Deliver us also according to your marvelous works, and give glory to your name, O Lord. And let all those who do your servants hurt be confounded, and let them be ashamed of all their power and might, and let their strength be broken, and let them know that you are the Lord, the only God, and glorious over the whole world. And the king's servants that put them in ceased not to make the furnace hot with naphtha, pitch, tow, and small wood, so that the flame streamed forth above the furnace forty and nine cubits, or approximately seventy-five feet high. And it spread and burned those Chaldeans whom it found about the furnace. But the angel of the Lord came down into the furnace together with Azarias and his fellows, and he struck the flame of the fire out of the furnace, and made the mist of the furnace as it had been a moist, whistling wind, so that the fire touched them not at all, neither hurt nor troubled them. Then the three, as out of one mouth, praised and glorified and blessed God in the furnace, saying, Blessed are you, O Lord, you God of our fathers, and to be praised and exalted above all forever. And blessed is your glorious and holy name, and to be praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed are you in the temple of your holy glory, and to be praised and glorified above all forever. Blessed are you that behold the depths, and sit upon the cherubim, and to be praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed are you on the throne of your kingdom, and to be praised and extolled above all forever. Blessed are you in the firmament of heaven, and to be praised and glorified forever. O all you works of the Lord, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you heavens, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you angels of the Lord, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O all you waters that be above the heaven, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O all you powers of the Lord, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you sun and moon, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you stars of heaven, bless you the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. O every shower and dew, bless you the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. O all you winds, bless you the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. O you fire and heat, bless you the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. O you nights and days, bless you the Lord, Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you light and darkness, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you cold and heat, bless you the Lord. 
Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you frost and snow, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you lightnings and clouds, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O let the earth bless the Lord. Let it praise and exalt him above all forever. O you mountains and hills, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O all you things that grow on the earth, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O sea and rivers, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you springs, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you whales and all that move in the waters, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O all you files of the air, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O all you beasts and cattle, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you children of men, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O let Israel bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you priests of the Lord, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you servants of the Lord, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you spirits and souls of the righteous, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O you that are holy and humble of heart, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. O Ananias, Azarias, and Misael, bless you the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. For he has rescued us from hell and saved us from the hand of death. He has delivered us out of the midst of the furnace and burning flame, even out of the midst of the fire has he delivered us. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. O all you that worship the Lord, bless the God of gods. Praise him and give him thanks, for his mercy endures forever. Take notice of what they did. In the middle of their fiery ordeal, they praised and worshiped God. Picking back up at verse 24, Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste. He spoke and said to his counselors, Didn't we cast three men bound into the middle of the fire? They answered the king, True, O king. He answered, Look, I see four men loose, walking in the middle of the fire, and they are unharmed. The appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace. He spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the middle of the fire. The local governors, the deputies, the governors, and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men that the fire had no power on their bodies. The hair of their head wasn't singed. Their pants weren't changed. The smell of fire wasn't even on them. Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him and have changed the king's word and have yielded their bodies that they may not serve nor worship any god except their own god. 
Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything evil against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God who is able to deliver like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Commentator F.B. Meyer states the following about these men in Daniel 3 who had their loyalty severely tested. The king, at the close of the foregoing chapter, which was chapter 2, acknowledged the supremacy of Daniel's God, yet here he erects an image to Baal and to himself, demanding divine honor. Probably there was state policy in this. In so heterogeneous an empire of peoples, nations, and languages, there could be no unity but in universal prostration before one and the same object. Nineteen years had elapsed since the recovery of the lost dream. In that period, successful wars had been waged and vast treasures accumulated, which made this vast expenditure possible. Imagine the assembled myriads, the glittering array of princes, satraps, viceroys, statesmen, and priests, the grouped bands, and in the background, the furnace. The three youths could not have stood alone amid the prostrate throng had they not been supported by a living faith in the God of their fathers. Here he references Hebrews 11, 32 through 34. What more shall I say? For the time would fail me if I told of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked out righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, from weakness were made strong, grew mighty in war, and caused foreign armies to flee. The commentary continues, they would not argue, but they could die if God willed. Their attitude must be taken and maintained altogether apart from any expectation of deliverance. Our God, whom we serve, is able, and He will, as we see their loyalty rewarded. It is only when we reach the fire that we become aware of the presence of the Divine Companion, walking beside us as if treading the dew-besprinkled glades of paradise. The Good Shepherd was there with His rod and staff, They were loose, as we read at Daniel chapter 3, verse 25, that is, the fire had consumed the things that bound them, but nothing else. Hair would soon catch the flame, but not a hair perished. It is notable here that Jesus told his disciples at Luke 12, 4 through 7, I tell you, my friends, don't be afraid of those who will kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Aren't five sparrows sold for two pennies? Not one of them is forgotten by God. But the very hairs of your head are all counted. Therefore, don't be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Jesus also told his disciples at Luke chapter 21, verses 17 through 19, You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, and not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will win your lives. The yielded bodies in Daniel 3.28 reminds us of Romans 6.12-13, which says, Therefore don't let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. 
also do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. And Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 continues this thought. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what is the good, well-pleasing, and perfect will of God. The commentator ends thusly, So let us yield our bodies and souls to our faithful Creator for Him to use as He will. He made and redeemed, let him have. And when we are possessed by his spirit, all other fires, whether physical or temperamental, fail to hurt. Of the martyrs, it may be said that upon them also the fire had no power. And here he refers to Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and flame will not scorch you. Who or what are we bowing to today? Are we trusting the Lord God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Or are we trusting the world and its media outlets that diligently promote as if in lockstep the enemy's agenda? Yes, the enemy has an agenda, and it is summarized at John 10.10 by these three words, kill, steal, destroy. Listeners, we urge you, don't bow to the things of the world. Instead, trust God in all things, just as we witnessed with the Hebrew men, where verse 23 says, They walked in the midst of the fire, praising God and blessing the Lord. We at Save One More Now Incorporated encourage all listeners to seek the Lord for His calling on your life. If you are faithful to spend time with Him throughout the day, you will come to know without a doubt that He really loves you, and He has a purpose for your being here. We can be reached by email at truelife at saveonemorenow.org or our telephone number in the United States, 850-727-0493. We look forward to joining you next week and ask you to remember, Life life is good. God gives life. God is good.